New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, New Vision. I'm excited to be with you today as we continue our podcast series through the book of Proverbs. Today and tomorrow, we will cover chapter six of Proverbs. If you want to turn there now or pull that up on your device, I'll be reading in just a moment from the English Standard Version of God's Word. If we haven't met, my name is Scott Reeder, and I'm one of the pastors here at New Vision, and my primary responsibility is assist in administering the counseling ministry and the care and support groups here at New Vision. I get the privilege of working with our counselors who each and every day provide Christ-centered counseling to those who are hurting and struggling with life's difficulties. What I love most about our counseling ministry is we get to use the wisdom of God's Word as the foundation of all our work. So let's turn to God's Word now as we gain some wisdom for living from God through the wise King Solomon. I invite you to follow along or just listen along as I read the first 19 verses of Proverbs 6. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, have given your pledge for a stranger, if you are snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son, and save yourself. For you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go hasten and plead urgently with your neighbor. Give your eyes no sleep and your eyelids no slumber. Save yourself like a gazelle from the hand of a hunter, like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief officer or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. A worthless person, a wicked man, goes about with crooked speech, winks with his eyes, signals with his feet, points with his finger, with perverted heart devises evil, continually sowing discord. Therefore, calamity will come upon him suddenly. In a moment, he will be broken beyond healing. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. So here in these verses, King Solomon gives us two more wisdom warnings against two practices. One um, is foolish financial entanglements, and the other is laziness. Both of these will lead us to poverty. And in a sense, uh, both of these really pertain to finances. So the first is guarding ourselves against contractual obligations that is co-signing on a note for, for a family member or for a friend. Solomon starts by saying, you just shouldn't do it. And uh, I know that that is a little challenging to some of us um, as we think about our own uh, families and friends and how we are to assist them whenever possible. I had an old pastor who used to tell me, you know, rather than co-sign a loan or even lend someone money, 
if God has uh, given you the resources to do it, then just give them what they need. But I think part of Solomon's wisdom here in this warning is that by co-signing or even lending money to a family member or a friend really sets us up for division if that uh, arrangement goes wrong. So first he says, don't do it. And then he follows that up with, if you have already done it, uh, move as quickly as you can to get out of that arrangement. The next financial bit of wisdom that Solomon wants to share with us is illustration by way of an observation. And he uses an ant uh, to, um, to make his point. And uh, he uses the word sluggard. Really, that's just a, to me, it's just an ugly word. Uh, this is the first of 12 times that Solomon is going to mention the sluggard in the book of Proverbs. So King Solomon has a, a real problem with uh, laziness. And so he says here to look at the ants and let's get some wisdom here. He says, hey, look, they don't even have a boss. They don't even have a taskmaster. Yet they know uh, how important it is to work with diligence and not uh, become lazy, not to, uh, as we say in today's uh, vernacular, not to be sleeping in all the time, but to get up and to work hard and to even prepare now for later. Um, so she prepares her bread in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. He says, listen, it starts uh, really with just a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, and suddenly um, that poverty comes upon you like a bandit and siphons off uh, any resources that you might have built up until you have nothing left. Okay, your first two warnings there in verses 1 through 11, and now he turns to a third kind of warning, and it's against what we would uh, call the one who sows discord uh, among others. And he calls this a worthless person or a wicked man. So pretty harsh words there. He says he's characterized by one who goes around with crooked speech. He winks his eyes and signals with his feet, points with his fingers. Just a very deceptive person with a perverted heart that constantly uh, devises evil and, and sows discord. And his warning is this, uh, calamity will come upon him suddenly. In a moment, he'll, he'll be broken. Truth is, that same old pastor used to say, God don't like ugly. And, uh, and he don't. And he's going to deal with it. And he's going to uh, bring judgment and bring correction uh, upon those who act in these ways. So King Solomon finishes this portion by um, verses 16 through 19 talking about uh, what God hates. Now that that's kind of hard for us uh, to swallow that God, who is a God of love, can hate some things. But these are things which are totally against uh, whom he is and his righteous character. And so Solomon is not only a wise man, he has um, a, a gift in literary structure. And so he's going to describe these things moving from, from the head to one's feet. And uh, he, he says, hey, there's six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. And he describes these things as first these haughty eyes are this proudful look. This is the look where someone gives that kind of looks down on another. And then um, there's the lying tongue, the one who tells uh, mistruths and lies and lies uh, against others. And he follows up with hands that shed innocent blood. 
and this is uh, about murder. And just uh, thinking about these first three, think about how they are the antithesis of who God is. Uh, prideful uh, eyes, and God is a God of humility. A lying tongue, and God is a God of truth. And hands that shed blood, innocent blood, that is murder, and that's about death, and God is a God of life. Now God moves from the haughty eyes to the lying tongue and then the murderous hands, and he goes to the heart. He says, uh, fourthly, that this wicked person, this scoundrel, has a heart which devises wicked thoughts. Um, this is one who schemes uh, with the intent to harm or humiliate another person. This refers to one's mind who is uh, basically always plotting evil. And those thoughts are carried out by um, feet. The fifth thing that God hates, feet that are swift to running um, to evil, literally hurrying to do evil. This is not merely one who slides into sin. This is one who is eager uh, to do what is wrong, to carry out those evil intentions of the heart. And then number six, he speaks uh, of the false witness who just breathes out lies. And the false witness is a legal term, so one who perjures himself legally, uh, and perjury destroys the, the possibility of justice. Again, God is a God of justice, and so this is against uh, his very nature. Then the seventh and final thing that characterizes this wicked man, and I think it really just summarizes the whole thing, is one who is sowing discord among the brethren, one who sows discord among his brothers. And we know that God is a God of love and unity. Well, that's what Solomon wants you to know. So what does he want you to do? Well, uh, take heed of these warnings and uh, apply them to your lives. Be financially responsible. Uh, work diligently. Uh, avoid laziness. And be a person of unity, not one of discord, uh, who sows discord among uh, your fellow man. Uh, be a person of humility, one who speaks the truth, one who values life. Uh, have a clean heart and, a, and clean hands. Um, be wise, be aware, avoid uh, these treacherous errors, uh, for they will only lead to your destruction and to the destruction of those who are around you. And for me, this also means that I intentionally have some people, some men in my life that are surrounding me, that are holding me accountable. I think it was uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer that said, sin demands to have a man by himself. And so I meet weekly with a group of men, and these men are men who encourage me, they uh, bless me and support me, they disciple me, but they also lovingly hold me accountable and impart wisdom into my life. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today and uh, look forward to being with you tomorrow when we will cover uh, the second half of Proverbs 6. God bless and have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.